This is a homebrew podcast. Hey, Nivets. It looks like we're going to get to our rendezvous point earlier than we expected. Wait, how? I thought it would take us, like, three days to get there at full speed. Well, yeah, that's how long it should take, but somehow, according to our star charts, we're going to get there ahead of schedule. Hmm, well, something seems off. I'm no Billy, but I'll go check out what's going on in the engine room. Wait, what the? Oh, hey, Nivets, what are you doing here? Never mind that. What did you do to the engine, Grumble? Oh, I replaced it with one of those new Tesla antimatter fusion hyperwarp drives. The, 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 the what? Oh, uh, I don't really know. I put the new guy in this box, and he says he can make us go really fast. Oh. Yeah. Welcome to the crew, Tesla. Godspeed. Welcome back to the homebrew. I'm the Dice Daddy Grant. Proud to be back with Austin Brady. Zaldwin, God of Change. Cody Smith. Space Pirate Grundle, Narrative Controller. John Keeley. Nivitz Pozu. And for some reason, I'm going to create a sentient house. <laughs> and Tyrell Nye. Heavy Arms Oliver, dead amongst the living. Previously on the homebrew, the crew had to take a moment of respite while preparations continued to assault the Lathander caught up with some old friends, and today is the day that we plot the invasion of the Lathander. Crew, you are gathered in the war room with Evendal and Gerdo and some other various Grung and uh, other uh, members of your crew and such on one of Maxwell's flagships, and up on a giant hollow table is the map that Evendal drew you of the uh, of the Lathander. Interesting concept I hadn't always planned or even considered uh, Evendal working for you all, but uh, I went ahead and gave you the entire map <laughs> of the Lathander. Nice. Created that and, and shared that with you so you can kind of see the way that the ship is laid out. Uh, so this is a large ship. The crew is looking at a picture now. We'll try not to reference the picture too much. But it is, uh, each one of these squares is 25 by 25 feet. So you're looking at, um... Oh, holy shite. Yeah, you're looking at a pretty large Wait, spaceship. each square is 20 feet? Each square 20, is 25, 25, 25 by 25. Holy oh shit. God. So the, so the Lathander is 2,500 feet long. Um, and... It's goddamn Starship Enterprise. Yeah, this is a capital ship. It's a it's a big it's a big boy. And the three there are four kind of wings of this ship. So if you guys can scroll all the way out for me so you can see everything. You'll see mm-hmm. there's three wings that are the uh large craft, small craft, and the auto bay. And these three are all accessible when so essentially what you're doing is you're going to go into the bay of the Lathander. And that's where things get interdimensionally wonky. And from there, you will have access to these three entrances to the ship inside this interdimensional space. So you're going to approach the ship, bait it to teleport. Paradise and the Oasis and Calypso are going to use, you know, insane math to uh, calculate where it's most likely to show up. 
then you are going to assault it. And these are the three ways that you have access to this craft. So do the large craft, the small craft, and the auto bay. Evendal and Gerdo would be there, and Gerdo would share with you. It is our opinion. Well, we will certainly listen to your direction. You are the commanders of this operation, but it is our opinion that we must assault all three bays simultaneously, as we will not be able to leave behind defenders, unless you say otherwise. If we do not assault all three bays, they are going to launch craft, and that would require us to leave troops behind to defend our fleet and not simply be shot out of the sky. So the decision to make is how you go about assaulting those hangars. We'd also point out some strategic points on the ship here. In the control room, which is on the north side of the ship, there is device that disallows teleportation on the ship. If you were to teleport out of the ship, you would need to disable it from that room. Otherwise, there will be no teleportation unless you have been granted specific clearance. Alternatively, if you had physical access to that room, you could grant yourself clearance and remove it from someone else. But you would probably have to get Carl to that room. We'll have to cut off and secure Zoros' exit from his private hangar. We would also like to make the suggestion that you destroy the engines of the Lathander because Maxwell is the one who engineered the security system that allows him to randomly fast tele- faster than light travel and I doubt he will be able to reproduce that quickly on his own. If you just I don't want to plan for failure, but if we're ever going to have a second shot at this, I would highly recommend that we disable their engines. Those are all really solid points. Thank you. We've been strategizing for days. You have uh, on the map a collection of tokens that would denote the Grung army. You can move them wherever you please. You don't have to follow that plan. You can just blitz in through one hangar. You can um, assault any part of this. You'll note there are some small cloning facilities on the ship also that would feed to the auto bay. There is uh, everything that you see on here is Evendal's recollection of the Lathander. Um, you can split your party up whichever way you'd like so that all eight of you can go together or you can split into two groups or however you guys want to do that. And then um, you have access to some like specialized forces who would be able to accomplish more like complex tasks. So for example, if you wanted to uh, have someone knock out the engines, uh, it would require like Johnny Silverface to do that. Like the, a regular grung troop, we would not allow to take on a specialized task like that, but they can help clear the path for your right. um, anyone that you want to send on this journey. And everyone that you have in your crew is uh, can be given a job. It is up to you to strategize how you want to go about this. I will just tell you from a DM standpoint, it's fair but hard. I didn't I didn't play too hard into Zoro's strategy or complete preparation because this is essentially a surprise attack, but uh, he still is a crafty fellow and he still has an army, which you knew. And you'll have to be smart about how you go about this uh, attack and be prepared, right? Be prepared for uh, magic. Be prepared for anti-magic. Be prepared for teleportation being shut down. Uh, Be prepared for all of the tricks. So 
the map is yours. The conversation is yours. We can go about whatever strategy you'd like to go about. So my very first thoughts here um, are, I think we should bolster the numbers in the small craft and auto bay area. And I think we should enter as a solidified strike team on the large craft. Reason being- I like that idea. Is I I think that I would, it would be very smart for us to send, I would think Silverface and his crew with the Grung contingent to push through the auto bay and go secure the private hangar and defend it. While we send Evendal with a contingent and send him south towards the engine room to secure the engine room in case we have to do last ditch efforts to cripple the ship. We can then be free to move forward and try to take command of the control room and then head to the captain's quarters to face off with Zoros ourselves. That That's my picture of this so far. I mean, I like that plan quite a bit. I do like that. Is Evendal coming with us? I, for some reason, I remember him not wanting to actually go on the assault. Oh, if he doesn't want to go, we can... What's the job pay? Ooh, we got some credits. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate our chances, but I'm not going to do it for free. Fair point. You offered me compensation to give you the map, which I've done. I might remind you. What's our yeah, what's our and total, a great job at like it. what's our total our total credits right now? Do we know what are we sitting on in the group loot? I have five thousand seven hundred and fifty in my notes. Okay, yeah. That sounds about right, because we did a big purchase haul with potions when we went to hell. When <laughs> we went to hell. <laughs> exile. We did. Exile. We went to exile. Okay. Hmm. I know this is a little uh, complicated for me to bring up, but what if we what if we took control of life support and flushed Zoros down through the ship? What do you mean? War crimes. I'm in. That is a particularly... Brutal suggestion from you, Zaldwin. I didn't expect it. Uh, hmm. Good work. You do what you have to do. We will have to make sure that Zorus can't teleport up the ship if we go that route. Somebody else will have to go disable that, uh, get rid of him out of the allowed people. It would force him off the ship, though, and the Lathander would be quite the prize. The prize is Zoros. Gerdo nods. I do think that we need to take him out right here. I don't I'm not saying we're not going to get a second chance, but I don't want to give him a second chance. It's best to take these guys out in one hit. It would require coordinated effort to take the control room and take control of the teleportation net at the same time as taking control of the life support systems. Agreed. I personally like to look my enemies in the face before I kill them. That's just my two cents. I think whoever we send to take the engine room, if we fail, they can take control of either life support or blow the engines and take the whole ship down. I don't intend on there being a second pass at this. Either he goes down alone or he goes down with us. Who's all of our extended crew that we could theoretically bring, do you think, guys? We got Silverface, we got Evendal, presumably we get enough credits. <laughs> um, We've got Gerdo. Do we have anyone that's particularly... I think those are all yeah, of our combat are... bodies. Who, who are our captains here? Who's who's kind of like yeah. stepped up? Whomever you would want to assign a like contingent to at this juncture would listen. So um, 
I don't think Sal would be capable of uh, Charles leading. Well, he wouldn't be capable of leading a contingent, but he he is, I mean, he's one of your most trustworthy allies. If you wanted to give him a job, I'm sure he would be happy. You've got Tyler, who has, um, you know, proven that they're capable. Uh, You have Gerdo, you have Evendal, if you, um, he did, he asked to be paid. You've got Silverface. Um, you know, I I can't imagine if you didn't call Stabs and talk him into it, you couldn't uh, teleport. Nivitz couldn't go pick him up really quick, but he did ask to be left out of it. Um, but you could always you could always talk him into it. Um, that's all I can think of off the top of my head. You didn't can make you a Dern and the Hawk do anything. <laughs> ton of didn't make a ton of friends along the way. Um, <laughs> uh, well, my Oliver, from Oliver's perspective too, I'm really like, I, I don't think I'm, I don't think he's, he's like trying to be obvious about it, but I don't, I think he only like wants to bring people on that he is like, okay, if like the worst case happens, like he knows Silverface and his guys are like, like him in the sense that like, this is what we do and like if we die doing it like that's fine with us um and like evan doll is like like any hired mercenary like i can wash my hands of that like guilt because you know he takes pay he knows the dangers but like tyler there's like a yeah i don't want tyler or sal or i don't want any of my (laughs) of our auxiliary crew to die (laughs) i think that they might be best served on the ship anyway I want them to ditch if we fail. Yeah, like, um, I think that they would be great to stay on board the Hawk and man that. We can't leave it all up to Dern. Right. I mean, I do think if you were willing to land, if you were willing to land the Hawk in one of the bays, I do think Dern could, like, hold a bay for you. Yeah. Wow. I think I think that would be great if we, if we do go as all eight and we take one bay ourselves, it would be um, good to have the Hawk there with us we would drop in on the hawk Dern with his mm. big fuck off arms and cannons yeah so what's <laughs> the pretty... auto bay like it's just smaller vehicles the auto bay like land vehicles essentially uh you'll note the tube this squirts sure. clones out and the and... clones get into ships and are launched so it's basically a nice fighter little pilots. army in They're a little can. tie fighters they don't get that reference but the tube squirts the clones the clones can then be deployed rather rapidly this the auto bay hmm. is our highest risk of counterattack. need to plug up the auto bay tube somehow yeah could we shoot that out from the outside no unfortunately all of this exists in a demi planar space there are only three points of entrance from the outside and they are the hangars that I have pointed out to you Okay, so uh, out of character, just kind of trying to strategize. If we go in through large craft, we could commandeer some of those large craft, right? Like we we could get some grung pilots in there, protect them until they were able to like take those ships. Absolutely. I plan on adding every single one of those ships to the grung army when this is done. Right, but our first... Our, our main priority 
if we do what Gerdo wanted was he wants to make sure none of these ships leave dock during the battle because we don't want to leave auxiliary troops to defend outside of the ship. Yeah, because right. Our so assuming the assault within. goes well, no one will be leaving. And the reason I, I chose your going modification to the plan. Well, if we, I think if that we, uh, the more ground we can large... put with the. Sorry, go. Oh, I was gonna just say, like Zadwin said, we we land in the large craft with the Grung contingent to wipe out all the people. Then our Grung forces can then take all the crafts to, like said, small craft bay or auto bay. That would be nice, and the the large craft would no longer have any ships to guard, so they wouldn't be needed there. My, I don't think we need any help, and I don't trust. No offense, these forces to be able to do it on their own if they're not aptly equipped one part of this only one arm of this has to fail for the whole thing to fail and we can't be everywhere at once so my my idea so far that i'm kind of having is kind of like oliver's with the consolidation thing except i think what if we consolidate the entire grung army into one massive force in the auto bay we took ourselves to the large craft all eight of us and then the hawk Evendall, Silverface and his men all go through the small craft and then spread out from there to their individual purposes. Or maybe we switch the Grung and Silverface so that way they're closer to the private bay. But I really like that consolidation idea. I think that's a win. And I'm looking to compound that farther. I think that's a really good idea to just like a What's, what's the area that the most people are going to be coming from? The auto bay. We stock that up with a ton of Grung soldiers. That should mm. counteract whatever they're doing in there. We take out the large craft, our most trusted units, and big bad Dern with his arms can just rip through whatever's in there. Maybe I'm overestimating our generals and Silverface's crew. I could take them all by myself. I'm sure you can. And the forces in there, are they all, like, clones that we can expect? Are they all going to be closers and whatnot? Evendal? Evendal shakes his head. Um, I I will say, as the years have gone on, it's less people and more clones, but all, all walks of life part of his army, especially the commanders. He, uh, you know how you pick up friends while you go? Yeah. He did that. He did that in a more cursy kind of way. I think you've seen that. You've run into that a couple times. Um, yeah, we remember. Definitely more than just clones there. Monsters, he's a collector. Magical items, clothes, people from all over the place. I see, I see. But yeah, it's been a lot of clones lately. Uh, Zeldwin's going to bring up the fact that uh, he has a hundred and nine closer pills, a hundred and thirty three fixer pills, and ninety six muscle pills. Is there any way that we can get, like, use these productively? Like, given that these would have been taken from the Metacore facility. Yeah. Evandel just holds up his hands. He's like, I, I thought you guys were the good guys, but you do whatever you want to do. I'm in. If it gets it done. Hmm. Well, I think if we're going to use those, a good portion of them should go with Silverface. That way they're not mistaken for enemies inside the auto bay. That's we're a good not point. using anybody. You can wake them up and you can ask them and give them a choice. 
We're not making anyone do anything. Zelda would not. Um, I, you know, I haven't gotten a chance to really closely study these guys, but last I knew there was something about a remote that kills you. Uh, do or do we have to worry about that? You think Zoros has one of those? Will it work on our clones? Can he take command of our clones somehow? Um, I think, as far as I understand it, if you summon them outside of the range of one of the remotes, then you're fine. It's, um, so like, say you had summoned a bunch of them, like, you know, in a room where they're being made or something, chances are they're going to pair to a remote nearby. But if you summon them, like, before you go, you should be fine. Bluetooth clone pairing. Right, unless you wanted to, like, make a remote and pair them to that, which would be really fucking weird. No, I but... like Oliver's idea. <laughs> okay. No, yeah, as long as they're not yeah. summoned with a remote or in range of a remote, you're fine. What about my computer TV remote? Can I change their volume settings? If you really believe in yourself. I do. Then it is so. See you in 24 hours. If we have the bolstered numbers, um, I'm assuming we can roll. Basically, we would wake them up and basically try to basically say, hey, you know, this is what's happening. You have two choices. You can come with us. You can fight for the Lathander. And, you know, if you if we win and you fight with us, you will be entitled to both your freedom and some spoils of the ship itself. If there are any or you can pirate law. Or you can just go, but we're not giving you the ride out, so you'll have to figure out your own way. Yeah, we'll have to drop them off on some sort of planetoid on the way or whatever. <laughs> clone planet. Right, that's the, you guys TPK in the ship, and that's where we pick up. You're all clones who just got baby spawned on a weird planet. <laughs> yeah. Oof. And then see how many are like, we'll, you know, we'll take our chances or we'll come fight. It's the plot to Wrath of Khan, kind of. <laughs> um, if those bolster our numbers, I would say that takes away your problem. I still think Silverface with a contingent and clones should take the auto bay because they're closest to the pi- private bay and move their way up there. I do agree. Yeah, Evendahl that, that might be with a, a contingent yeah. and Swap even um, yeah, and even Evendal and uh, Dern could take the small craft bay, and then his contingent with Grung and clones could head south to secure the engine room and the armory. Not only would it be smart to cover our asses if Evendal and a group went south just to get the engine room, it'd also help cover securing probably armaments so if things dissolve, we're not completely fucked in the rear as we head north. I think that's pegged. the best route As it to, were. Yeah, pegged as it were. I think that's our best route to success, to trust our our uh, contingents and armies to handle the take the escape route and our last resort I'll put it on the table and then we can you know trust that we're gonna be able to take the fight to him and win so how, how does this feel as a path for the Evendal Silverface contingent they enter the auto bay they go down they take out cloning they take out the engine room okay whoever survives that hits the armory and moves up with us well someone has to cover private because yeah someone's got to cover because that's right that's right that's right if we move towards quarter first class right and he fucking ditches like tries to full run he could go to private and take his private vessel ditch 
Silverface was going to private, if memory served, and Evendal was yeah. going to the engine room. And this is a this okay. Evendal. This is a door to the engine room right here. So you could theoretically go from the auto bay to the engine room pretty quick. Right, but all I mean, three bays have to be secured in order to stop them from. No, yeah, I agree. I just wanted crap. to make sure that you didn't have to go all the way around to the engine. No, oh, that's that's no. the. Door. I was assuming. Okay. Yeah. Even it's so, a big it's beefy a door. It looks like it might be a you know state yeah. of the art. It's all it's mm. all state of the art. But you said you're giving me a clone army. Yep. Half if a clone army with you, half with Silverface, or if we can convince them, that is. That's true. However many are sure. left after the. I mean, you got a big convincing speech in Yazaldwin. I I could try. So uh, plan as I understand it is Evendal is landing in the auto bay and go hitting cloning and then hitting the engine. Silverface is landing in the auto bay and then hitting uh, private. The I private had hanger. wanted it to be. I wanted it to be Silverface hits auto bay. Once auto bay is secured, he goes to private. Got Evendal it. would land in small craft, secure small craft, then head to engine. So then we have both bays secured, and then their contingents can go to their secondary objectives. We take large craft, and then we move up towards command. To Got it. So Silverface and Evendal are taking private together, and then Evendal's huh. heading down to engine or- Yes. So Evendal and Silverface no, are taking private to together. Oh, what? What? Evendal would Did take small craft. I misunderstand what you said. With the Grung. Oh, okay. Grung so can yeah, Evendal, Grung, and his clones would hit small craft and go south. Silverface, got it. His crew and his Grung would hit auto bay, secure it, and then his crew and him would head north to private to secure it, so that if you know. Zorus okay. comes down. He's met with Silverface and his bullies. We hit large craft. Dern we secure and the it. The eight of us. Oh, Dern and the Hawk. How many Grung? Uh, how many Grung? So each one of the units that I have on the map of, that's a Grung picture is a unit that's about as strong as you, as four of you would be. So it might be, in the Grung's case, it might be like forty of them. So how okay. many of those Damn. tokens do you want me to move over with? Uh, with Evendal in the auto bay. Uh, Silverface in the auto bay. Silverface in the auto bay. Yeah. Um, Sergeant Pepper in the dormitory. This is becoming a regular Sergeant Peppers over here. Just frogs, professional wrestlers. I would say... (laughs) It is quite the invasion. So are we going to give, I guess, if without including clones yet, I would say... How strong is um? So I mean, I'm assuming Silverface's force is small, right? Like his uh, Silver his Force is people. Silver Force is more of a like specialized smaller force. Yeah, it's like ten guys, but they're yeah. about as strong as four of you would be. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, Damn. So I'm considering I'm considering you, the players, to have two units of four players each. Got it. Got it. I see. Does that make sense? Shit, I give them. So they're yeah. like another give... group of us. I see. Yes. Yeah. So they're gonna need He's a lot been of out leveling then. too. So with Silverface and the Hawk, we how many we we can bolster them with some of the clones. I'd say at least at least eight to ten units of Grung. Just to cover the incoming clones once they leave. Yeah, I mean the base is gonna Dern. be a numbers fight in a little, I, I think in a lot of ways. So we sent Dern to the auto bay because he has infinite ammo yeah. and really can't Dern, move anyway. Dern, eight units, and Silverface. God, how scary would that be? 
if you're just minding your day and then a fucking ship with arms and an angry pirate AI just (laughs) (laughs) and a professional metal wrestler and an army of frogs (laughs) yeah (laughs) I bet I bet at least one of the clones is just like I I quit I quit Go ahead and explode my head. They don't pay me enough to do this. Push my button. (laughs) Just just push my button. (laughs) And then I would put... You will be the first button pushed. I would put uh, 10 units with Evendal and give us 6 units um, only because once we leave Largecraft, I'd like to leave an honor guard, if we have any left, to hold Largecraft. You know what I mean? When we leave. Yeah, Yeah, we should hold it. Yeah. So we would leave the remaining grung um, that we have with us. They would just be there to hold large craft once we finish our work in here and head north. And then whatever clones we gain, we'll split between the two, small and auto. Okay. Make sure they have so the best chance of holding. 60-40 with Evendal or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So then um, the yellow line... Wait, no, because Evendal's starting over there. I got it. Okay. So are the arrows pretty much correct to how the plan is going? Yeah, Evendal, yeah. That's like, you're gonna yeah, the arrows are okay. correct. Yeah. So you're going to take control and take the engine rooms and ch- take the take all three base. Yeah, that's the that's the hope. Okay. Cripple their ability let's, to fight um, outwardly and stop him from being able to leave. Let's grow a few hundred wet babies. All right. All right. Austin, you'd start pouring out pills i assume at the beach maybe can we go back out to the nice beach (laughs) you're able to get everyone's attention and speak through a megaphone and there are a plethora of muscle fixers and closers looking to you hey everybody stay in line get in rank we're gonna have a rousing speech soon remind me the numbers again uh there are 109 closer pills okay 133 fixer pills. Okay. And 96 muscle pills. I ate 96 muscle pills for breakfast. Man, every time you say muscle pills, that is, I think of pills that make you strong. I. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably what Grendel thinks too. <laughs> I want muscle pills. Okay. Everyone turns and looks to you, Zaldwin. Uh, oddly reminiscent of. All the times in your life you get handed the microphone and told to lead people. Uh, once again, a small hamlet worth of people are looking to you, confused, not sure where they are, not sure if it's real or what their purpose is or what their value is, and they're waiting for you to tell them what to do. I understand that a lot of you are confused, and a lot of you are probably scared. I'm name's Alduin, and... I've awoken you from a tireless sleep. I wouldn't do so if things weren't dire. <laughs> and they're they're quite dire. We stand on the horizon of a new dawn, and that new space, that new beyond that we want to create, we want to give people choice. Now I awoken you because I need your help, and I don't expect everyone to follow, but I do expect for you to carry the torch bring about this new horizon. Come with me and build a better future where y'all can live and y'all can die. Now, I'm going to give you a choice. A choice that many people out there don't have. You can choose to fight alongside me, alongside 
this brave new space where you can live your life according to your own values, to your own truths. Now, I'm asking, will you fight beside me? That was excellent. So please enjoy advantage on a persuasion roll and uh, let's get a 1d6 from all the players to add to that roll. A five. Four. Four. Three. <laughs> yeah, three. It's a 23. Woo! Alright. That is 23 plus 35. 12. 35. Plus 35. 35. So, uh, Austin? I'm going to have you writing a little formula into your roll 20 here. Type um, (laughs) type slash type slash roll 1D 109 plus 35. Hey, Ellie's got 36. Plus 35. Plus 35. 35. 35. That's a that was a high ass fucking roll. Hell yeah. 121 closers walk to your side. Give me a 1D 133 plus 35. Ooh, not so good. 42. Okay, give me a 1D 96 plus 35. No ways. 66. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad at all. But those are the muscles, right? Yeah, those are the yeah. really strong ones. 66 muscles would destroy the universe. <laughs> I mean, you could take... I, I would put three or four of them in a fight against you is how I would do that. I mean, that's... Yeah, and that's 66 of them. Yeah, there's 66 of them. Um, you, but there's an army. Just, there's just, an army on... There's an army of equal measure on this ship. You gotta think. Yeah, but they ain't no They're muscles. Fully except for the hard muscles. Fight. They are muscles. <laughs> it would have been great if we could have gotten some more of them fixers. But... Doing some 42 math. Give me a moment. Pretty good... I just like how narratively it makes so much sense to me that like closers would like do closer things that they're like, yeah. And fixers are, I don't know, because they're sorceresses. I, I just assume they're like a little bit more like practical, a little smarter. They're like, nah, man, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Trying to survive. Yeah. Like I'll just, I'll make my own way. No. Yeah. I yeah. agree with you by the numbers. Like those add up to their personalities that I understand. Like I feel like more muscles than wooden. Yeah. But the most would be the, f- the closers, and the least would be the fixers. Okay, I'm giving you 11 additional tokens to signify 11 additional armies. Where would you like to put those? Um, five, five, and one. Yes, I agree with that. Five um, on each side, one with us. A muscle with us. A muscle <laughs> contingent with us. Just nah, one muscle. We to should help probably with take some fixers, right? They're, well, I have well, them I'm split up. I'm assuming the army is mixed. mixed. Yeah, they'll yeah. be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. I think I'll take, yeah, I'd take one contingent with the grung to help hold large and then five and five. So the bulk of our forces are going to be fighting for the auto bay and small craft and then moving through the ship, which mm. in my right. mind makes the most sense because unfortunately there's going to be casualties. And yeah. I can tell you that uh, our patrons have been helping us work some of this out and there have been some casualties. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, that's all. I played it. I've read enough Warhammer to know this shit's going to be a meat grinder. So, okay. Um, take one last look at your plan. Tell me if you'd like to put in any secondary objectives or any contingencies or anything like that. I have one question. And then let's, yeah. Do we believe that we will have comms 
once on the ship with our other forces. Okay, now here's a question. Carl saw those things back on Dasaki. Could yeah. I reverse engineer those and make them, you know, not Zoro's hackable? At least immediately. <laughs> <laughs> right, not never hackable? I don't know if that exists, but... um yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I mean um, even if it's just even if it's just like click clicking on the comms to give a signal to whoever. Right. I I think, think like we'll your have... average comms, like your tablets, things like that. No. I think Carl using the powers of a god to replicate special communicators. Yes. You can give you can make a big ass pile of communicators and distribute them. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, thank you for the idea, Oliver. That's a really good idea. We need that kind of communication once. We're Evan Dahl would have would say like yeah, it was entirely possible. Comms <laughs> would be hacked or jammed. That's just I would expect that. I would expect yeah, it too. But I'll try my um, best to make them as unhackable for as long as possible. And once I get the feeling that we've been hacked or jammed or whatever, I'll just cut the signal. Well, that's yeah, something that, to say too. That, uh, when you make it to the control room, I'd shut their comms down too. You've seen what the uh, yeah. AI system can do, and the server room is right yep. next door. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Definitely put that on the list of stuff if, to hack while I'm hacking. If the worst comes to pass, um, the worst comes to pass, we should have a signal to send to both crews to finish the job engine room destruction and then full retreat and for them not to wait basically for us get in the crafts if we fail we fail catastrophically there needs to be a signal to give to finish what you're doing and get the fuck out i was thinking about secondary objectives since we had some more more extra men but now i'm thinking no the the secondary objectives i think should be once they clear the various bays it should be to maybe begin hacking or you know jacking some of those ships maybe and like as they're doing the engine room and stuff maybe yeah like hit the armory on whatnot but like i don't think we should like really spread out too thin we should just we should keep them pretty thick still yeah and to be clear the enemy tokens you see are what evendahl would say would be able to immediately mobilize and make it to the base when you breach that's not Immediate. in yeah. any way everything that's <laughs> right, on the ship. Right, an indication of everything. Yeah, that's why I wanted thick numbers yeah, so we to, need to push, keep because they're going to lose big that. numbers. Yeah. Would we know that the force of the clone tokens is equal to our power level as well? Because if we have eight units with us and there's eight units in the bay, uh-huh. our forces would be pretty much equal. Yes, and then we might not have anybody coming up with us to the control room. Well, we don't That's want anyone correct. To like your your large craft assault hinges heavily on the eight of you doing a lot of work quickly. So, like, say you got into it and needed to take a short rest or a long rest, that 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 could cause problems. So, yeah, the 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 contingency in the large craft would be is about what. Um, eight armies that's eight of their armies versus eight of yours so you're you're the difference maker in the large craft room it's on you're you're tilting the scales you have better numbers in the small craft assault and better numbers in the auto bay assault yeah i mean i expect i expect um (laughs) 
As far as damage output, I expect Tevin and Oliver to do fucking work right out the door. <laughs> yeah, I definitely expect yeah. the crew to do the most work, so I'm not really too concerned there. If we did have to pull an extra group of clones, I wouldn't be against it. An extra group, right. maybe from we one could of pull, each We side. could pull an extra group right. of clones from the And that combat's going to be happening concurrently. It's going to be, like, resolved concurrently, not, um, yeah. right. not all one big map. I don't even know if I could do that. That'd be interesting to try. Maybe someday we yeah. can do a convention and redo this with like 600 people and a bunch of DMs and we could just redo right. the battle, but everyone's a person. <laughs> um, we could pull uh, a contingent from Silverface's entourage over to us, maybe. Why did I just forget his name? I was going to say we could. Because, I mean, we, they, we have, have they have an extra wizard. We have an extra Oliver wizard. said he didn't want Tyler to come. I wasn't I bringing up Tyler. We have a. I don't want that crazy. He's fuck a little to come bit either. of a crazy little gnome. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad enough I got one. Of, I don't want another one. Yeah, I was you want to bring Zephyr, Zephyr the merchant? <laughs> he was apparently a palpa knight too. Why wouldn't he? I was a cook. <laughs> I make a mean ham. Oh my god! You had combat training. <laughs> the Kroger. You shipped that one in there with that that your knife. <laughs> You ready to go through the shit grinder, Zephyr? No! No! No, not. No. Here's a machine gun. <laughs> I, my favorite spell is prestidigitation. Oh and I like summoning cute animals. How can we make that weaponized? Uh, I can make them all shit their pants. I wrote a thing about splitting an atom with prestidigitation. Hey, well, well you yeah, what if you... Press digitize the hallway and make it smell like natural gas. <laughs> what if you press digit press to digitate the inside of somebody's skull and just clean their brains out? <laughs> clean out all the necessary bacteria to make their brain not get eaten by the bad bacteria. Right. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. it kind of it's funny to think how much magic has to do with intent. So like for some otherworldly god it would see like a mortal and would just, it would be just a soil and it would just clean it. Just poop, gone. Goodbye. But no, I'm not gonna do that. I like making ham and selling things. Well, it was worth a try. Hmm. I'm um, a ham I salesman. Think, uh, I don't know when that happened, but it's it's canon now. I'm a ham salesman. I think he had a ham flavored wand or something. Wait a minute. Wait, we so do. we my, have my, six. <laughs> Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen units in small craft. Yes. Versus nine units. So if they Predicted. do get out tip, tip for tat, we'll have seven units going to the engine room. Yeah. Which I'm a, like uh, Evan Dahl is three, a slightly four, five, six, seven. And then eight units in the auto bay, 12 uh, units of our forces. So if they go tit for tat, we'll have four units and Dern protecting the private bay. Yeah. I think the hawk is the tilter in that one. Yeah. And then we would only have a two point advantage in large craft. And then what happens Um, when we get to the fucking control room and all our mages are dead? Um, I didn't intend to take any of our contingent with us. I was going to have them hold large craft and us move. Um, mostly thinking in like uh, Dawn of War style where like the the units you control are always better than the units that are auto fighting. And we are smarter and stronger and 
able to reduce numbers more quickly. Um, but yeah, I mean, is that truth to Grant's game design though? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty confident because uh, I mean, this is the fight, the final fight. I'm not holding anything back or holding anything in my inventory, so I'm gonna dump it all. I don't. I any final I'm tweaks so to the plan? About, yeah, I'm so worried. I'm I'm just mostly worried about like not. I don't want to send any more to us than we have to because we need as many down below as possible. Like you said, to counteract. How big is the clone tube? Big enough for a clone? About 25 foot diameter. Big tube. They gotta launch big dudes through it. (laughs) That's fair. What do you think we can expect for enemies in the control and, and various areas in the command section? You think we should... Anyone going... Yeah, anyone going north of the crew quarter modules is going to be coming up against Zoros's commanders, the leaders of his forces, his second-in-commands, his the, the people in his contingency, people like me. And he would point to a bit uh, on the map in the quarters first class. So, you know, the strong ones, the crafty ones, the smart ones. I just don't want to get flanked once we get in there and then people might chase us then we're stuck or whatever pinched well you didn't ask so anyone with sensitive stomachs may want to go prepare their weapons and things of that nature but uh, I do feel obligated to just point out and he would tap the uh, map on the navigation window and just say all else fails could always just fly into a sun that we could Yes. <laughs> Could have done that the whole time. Look, son, we ain't building houses and growing crops here on this ship. Any war getting pinched. I mean, this is a losing pitched fight from the get. We're on their turf with their numbers. All we can do is roll and hope we take control. It's going to be hard strike, time sensitive. You know what I'm saying? We either make it or we don't. I mean, honestly, if um, you're lucky, maybe you take the control room. And some of you can teleport off. I'm just saying, if you want me to, uh, and he holds up a little USB card, and he's like, maybe I already put some coordinates in here. You know what I mean? You plug it in, easy enough. FTL into the, FTL into the closest energy source, likely a sun. It's all over. Uh, I wouldn't give it to anyone with a weak stomach, but would want to say. I think Oliver walk over and take it if he offers it. At least try to have the teleportation net by that time. Down by that time, because I don't really want to die for this. Great. If all else fails, we'll try to give you guys time. Either way. Well, I'm excited. It's going to be one hell of a fight. Okay, I know that Carl is preparing some special communicators. We know the plan. We're going to bait the Lathander to teleport and then um, attack as you guys had set it up. It's going to be combat. Uh, what else are you guys doing preparation-wise that I need to be made aware of? Um, what access do I have to potions and stuff with this setup? Or do we? A little light on funds. Um, I know Goy has some stuff. I don't know how much he's been tracking bits since he was played last, but I think Goy can help out some. Probably not a ton. Yeah, I can hand out... I have potions crafted up and I can make a few more, but I do have my potion list already made. I would say um, from Maxwell's stores, 
uh, you could probably get three potions um, that could be like uncommon or lower. So they could be like fly, haste, things of that nature. They could be potion of superior healing. And you guys can get three each. You know what? That is good. Yeah, I'll take I'll take I'll take three of those. Will you run your potion sure. list by me, Goy, before you put it into your inventory so I can verify? Because I want to be super sure we're being fair here. Oh, you want my crafted, my special crafted ones? Yeah, I want to know what potions you have available so I can keep track. And All right. I can tell you right now the temporary potions, and then I can tell everybody we can divvy up the other potions I have. Uh, the temp potions... I have a potion of speed, potion of cloud giant strength, a potion of heroism, a potion of invulnerability, and a potion of resistance. Dang. I'd, uh, I have loaded what I think I need. You can give those to Carl, Grundle, Gray, Zalman. Will you whisper me what you're loading up? Yep, I'm going to whisper you what I have loaded in my stim plants. What kind of potions did you say? Oh, the ones that I brought? Speed, no, no. Cloud drain strength. Mean, oh. I mean, get three potions of what quality? Superior healing. Superior healing or any of the uh, uncommon ones. So like haste, speed, or speed, fly, invisibility, things like that. I see, I see. Yeah. Nivet. Yes? Do you... How do I even start to say this? And Zaldwin will take Nivets by the shoulder and move him into a corner so that they can talk privately if Nivitz will allow it. Yeah. Listen, I don't know if I don't know if I'm gonna make it out of here and I'm gonna do a lot of wrong things to try to make it right. Do you have any wake? Oh that 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 was not where I thought this was going, Zadwin. Nivitz is nervously looking around. Uh I I don't know, Zadwin. I mean Oh boy, Oliver will kill me. That's why you're not gonna tell Oliver. Well, of course uh, I'm not gonna tell Oliver. Nivitz is looking around again, and Nivitz will remove one week. You gotta promise me you're gonna try to. You gotta get out of here alive, Saldwin, as much as you can. This is a last resort. It always is. I've I've done my part to keep this in the world, and what's the point? What's that mean? You wouldn't understand. And Zaldun's going to take the wake from your hand and stand up and start walking away. Okay. Nivitz is just, like, staring at his feet. Just not sure how to process the events that just unfolded. <laughs> what is everyone else doing uh, potion-wise? What's everybody else got for potions? Because right now, Goy does have a fair amount of healing potions. Greater healing, he has five, regular eight, and superior five. Carl has... That's about bottomed out all of his bits and everything like that. The only potion Carl has is one of those fucking regen potions from Terra, which I don't even have. You still have stack. a regen Dude, like, potion? That stuff is... Yeah. That thing is fucking OP. Dope. <laughs> you still I, got that? I, I wish I was allowed to craft those. I've been hanging on to it. You could always take some humans, strap them up to a machine, force feed them troll blood... And then put it into little tiny vials. I have no problem. <laughs> oh my god. What if you Do just you made a new kind made? of life, Nivets? I remember. Just it out. But I could figure a different way. Goy's a genius. 
Yeah, Coincid- Nivets no, makes a new race that just sweats you're, 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 you're Nivets. You just use clones. Goy would be the one making them, but you're, you're probably not oh, wrong. Yeah, but I yeah. think the, the ethical dilemma would, dilemma would be there. Not for Goy, though. He already does that fucked up shit. Grundle has a couple healing. Grundle's kind of loaded on potions, actually. Grundle has three potions of haste, two potions of fly, one potion of greater healing, one potion of regular, two potions of regular healing, one potion of supreme healing, mm-hmm. two vials of poison, info in bio, DC 19 constitution what? save, taking 42 to do 66 poison damage on a field save. Grendel has what some big ass worm poison. Oh, I remember that. I got it. That's a good one. I'm going to roll my important. Before I forget, I yeah. like to hang on to stuff yeah. like that forever and then pull it out. Whoa, but you know what? Most so campaigns, good. I never make it to the last battle because they always end for one reason or another. So, like, it's so nice to finally have all these little doodads. Right. I got to roll a die myself for Mr. Goy. It's odds. What's going on? I rolled my portent. And- I had to roll mine. For- That's a pretty good portent. <laughs> That's cosmic. a great portent. That's a hella, hella good portent. There's only, like, it could be, there's like three better, but that's like the, what is it? In, it's like the left bower and fucking euchre. The left nut. Here's the left nut. And I need to roll a d6. That's how much essence I got for... Nice. Any other preparations? I got potions. Um, I got... Anybody fucking... low on potion like healing? I mean, Mr. Goy would probably want to hold on to as many potions as he can to keep you guys ejected with those, but... Nope, I've got a couple in hand. I've got loaded stuff. Gray is going to prepare all of their, like, you know, mage armor and everything. Um, but I think Gray is going to walk up to Oliver. Oliver? Yeah? Listen, I know we haven't talked very much. We don't really know one another. And we did go to hell together. We did, but uh, I can feel that the boy is hurting. And they're going to gesture over to... Zaldwin, who is chatting with Nivets in the corner. Come on, GM it. <laughs> wow. Oh, How dare you, Austin? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Oliver, right, you look perfect. at that moment and see Nivets hand Zaldwin a bunch of drugs. I'm joking. <sighs> I'm joking. No, it didn't happen. What you need to do is bring everyone home and Gray is going to cast Foresight on Oliver. What? What's that do? Foresight is insanely strong. It's a ninth level fucking spell. Do you want to oh tell our listeners what Foresight does? You touch one willing creature and bestow a limited ability to see the immediate future. For the duration, the target can't be surprised. It has an advantage on t- attack rolls ability checks and saving throws additionally other creatures have disadvantage on attack rolls against the target for the duration uh this time what's in a euro's face too (laughs) (laughs) uh the spell immediately ends if you cast it again before its duration ends uh and it lasts for eight hours and it's not concentration euro's feast takes one hour to eat so let's eat first Yeah, that's a ninth level spell. That's that's a huge resource expenditure. It's very fucking oh, strong. Shit. But that is yeah. his ninth level it's spell. It's a badass spell, dude. It's um, incredible. Yeah. I Oliver kind of like blanches a little bit and he's just like as he like feels himself like his senses just like open up. Become one with time. 
Yeah. He's like, I know you don't have to be here, so thank you. Thank you for helping us. And I'll try. Seconds before Gray walks away, uh, Gray starts to walk away. And then seconds before Gray turns around, Gray turns around. You're a good kid. Oliver kind of like looks at the ground. And he looks up and he just goes, yeah. What's the hero's feast, Grundle? Uh, Grundle's going to make everybody big giant steaks. It's my favorite. If we're all going to die, we're going to eat this. I made everybody some potatoes. I don't know how much you like those. It's my special macaroni. It's special because I made it. <laughs> uh, some big giant steaks. Can you make some grilled cheese like Kellen used to make it? <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> no. <laughs> You'll die without your precious grilled cheese. <laughs> oh, so yeah, everyone's immune to poison. Everyone's immune to disease. All your diseases are cured. If you had any, you're immune to being frightened. All wisdom saves are with advantage. So, you know, we're going to have to write all this shit down. You also get 2d10, 10 HP. I see some people rolling that already. It is a tabletop. <laughs> and these benefits last for 24 hours. That is a terrible roll, Nivitz. I apologize. Tell me about I overcooked it. your steak a little bit, Nivitz. I hope you don't mind. Well, I definitely mind. You, you, you overcooked it and you only gave me one. What? I love you, big guy. I'll forgive you. Do you see how many clones there are? Well, I don't give a fuck about them. <laughs> One of them leaves the army and joins the fixers who <laughs> <for> are getting ready. <laughs> no! Okay, <I'm> kidding. <laughs> well, give me that steak back then if you're leaving. You can't take the food. It's not a to-go. They decide to stay for the steak. <laughs> That's the right choice. You get a second steak. You can have Nivert's overdone steak. Nivitz literally shoves it into his mouth. <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious if, like, that happened in real life and you shoved a whole steak in your mouth and you choked and died right there like an <laughs> old man in your own fucking vomit before the attack even started? <laughs> All right. Preparations are complete. Everyone boards their craft. There are thousands of grung crafts of all size. Maxwell's fleet can provide all sorts of transportation. The hawk gears up. Dern hears the plan. Ah, you got me in a good spot to do some killing. Thanks for bringing me along. It's been quite a ride. And uh, you all suit up and get ready to attack. Somewhere off in the distance, a small craft approaches the Lathander. Calypso sends the coordinates to Maxwell. The whole fleet jumps and then before you know it, the Lathander appears in front of you, and you begin to descend as the cooldown of the security system begins. Zadwin, your tablet rings. I answer. Your ma mother is on the other side. She seems a little stressed, but very resolute. Hey, hey, honey, are you, are you busy? Uh, kind of. What's up? You got a second? Is that okay? I could, I'll let you go. Never mind. It's okay. No, tell tell me what what's what's wrong. I was thinking about our talk uh, the other day, and I I just I I just wanted to say I, I should have said it then, and I just you just kind of caught me off guard, and I'm not used to being 
sad, I guess. Which, I, I don't know if that makes me a bad mom. I should be able to support you when you're sad. I'm just so used to you always being so cheery. But I was thinking about what you said. And I just, I just, I just wanted to tell you that I believe in you. And I, I think, I think you know how to do the, the right thing. And that you should trust yourself. Because I, this whole, this whole journey that you went on and finding everyone a new home and, and, everything that you've done for us you, you that that was that was you and that was you refusing to 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 do bad things when everything was going wrong and that was you refusing to be a part of the universe and telling calypso that we had to change and we all changed and we're out here and you got to believe in yourself okay and if you can't believe in yourself then trust your mom and your mom believes in you okay zaldwin's crying again uh, and looks it like over the tablet at this massive vessel that they're about to siege and looks down at the tablet. Thank you. Oh, I, I love you a whole lot and I'll see you sooner or later. I love you too. Good luck, son. And that's where we'll end our episode. Thank you everyone so much for listening. Battle plans are set and all that remains between the crew and their showdown with Zoros and the locket the final waypoint on the path is a giant army and a spaceship let's see how that all plays out next week on the homebrew bye everybody bye guys thanks for listening listeners our story has come to a close for the week and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the homebrew wall of fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, rest in peace, Tara. Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of the prison colony on Hadria. And Trevor, zombie dad, Belmont, hunter of the unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor, but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Special thanks to the last guppy, last of his kind, in search of a new home. And Austin Katzenberger, the inventor of the cat burger and secret nemesis of Ricky Rat. Check out Austin's project at foldsofhonor.org. And Timon King, previously a longtime listener of Galaxy to Galaxy Radio who hacked their location and joined the crew. I knew a sheriff set up that extra firewall. Oh well. Of course, there's Colossus, a rock golem formed in nature and then lost in the stars. Hope to see you again someday, Colossus. Here's to you, Tritus, the fifth cog. Best damn warforged gunslinger this side of the Milky Way. And Odin, the egg thief. Get your damn hands off my goddamn eggs, Odin. Keep an eye out for Zip. A tiny adventurer seeking to help his parents. Good luck, little guy. And Brendan Baker, a simple slaughterer for beef. I'm sure Mr. Goy would approve. There's been another sighting of ghostly Bigfoot, Grundle's long-lost friend and fellow abomination. Gotta be more careful, big guy, or they're gonna find you one of these days. And the illustrious Kentuka Numba, a tamer of dragons and creator of musical delights. Special thanks to Ariar, the Warforged monk who joined the crew in search of their missing car keys. They're always the last place you look. You might want to watch out for Zuma, a mortal who is searching the galaxy for a cure to the disease he is cursed to spread. Probably going to need to keep six feet, or maybe six light years from this guy.
Incoming SOS from Captain Joe Rogers says here he's stuck on Terra in a future beyond all comprehension. Whatever that means. Special thanks to Chaos Incarnate, Destroyer of the Multiverse, forever trapped in a frying pan. Hopefully not Grendel's frying pan. We can't forget about Den the Friend, the governor of flowers. Nap with him in the rolling fields of flowers. Experience having a true friend. What's the deal with all this fungus among us lately, you ask? Well, you can thank Trip for all that. You know, Trip, the druid that chooses to fight the darkness with mushrooms. Well, hey, at least they seem like a fun guy. Can't forget about Zero, the time-traveling druid. Wait, who? Three cheers for Cerberus Rising, an improbable pirate pulling off improbable heists, when they're not being a danger to everyone. And we can't forget about Finn M., the Ace of Spades. I wonder what other cards he got up his sleeve. Hmm, we better watch out for this fella, Chris Madison. He's the Vape King. He'll smoke ya. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash thehomebrew, and we'll see you next week.